0: I actually had a weird experience that, like when I first got over there, um, I was in, you know, we were in Lithuania and my, the GM's like, okay, hey, I got to take you to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, let's do this. We show up to this hospital. It's literally like Gotham City, like Batman hospital. There's <laughs> no windows. There's no windows. It's a big old, old building. Old. There's little. I'm telling you, there's no signs. No signs. Just blank None. walls,
1: and no one. Just windows. blank walls,
0: dirty, old, old it's a nightmare. But then when you go inside, it's like a normal doctor's. So it's weird. It's like the outside is no one's touched the outside for like thirty four years.
1: Episode number two. We are big time here at No Bad Shots podcast. Alyssa Charleston, Stephen Madison, always having fun. Thank you, everyone other than mom and dad from the Charleston clan and the Madison clan. We are so pumped to be back. And no bad shots ever taken, no bad takes that we have on this show. And in honor of NFL Draft Week, we are just a few days away from the NFL Draft, Kyle Shanahan saying today, how I feel about you, Steven, I don't know if you're going to be alive on Sunday. He (laughs) said he doesn't know if anybody is going to be alive alive on Sunday, so he can't even say that Jimmy Garoppolo will be on the 49ers roster. Uh, That's pretty uncertain.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, for a coach to say that, when asked that question about your starting quarterback, <laughs> let's be real. Come on.
1: just immediate confidence, right? Like you just feel yeah. really, really good about yourself. And that's not like you need confidence at the quarterback position
0: or anything. No, not at all. And what is Jimmy Garoppolo thinking? Where is he off with a right? uh, porn star Don't. again? Dylan? Or is he, he what's, yeah. what's going on though? For real. Cause that's crazy for your head coach to tell you that right before the draft. And there's been so much news surrounding San Francisco Mac Jones, Trey Lance, all these guys, like, what do you think?
1: Yeah, what do you even say? He's just gone under the radar, which is not not a bad idea, but remember when Cardinals said Josh is our guy? They made it, like, a big thing. Josh Rosen is our guy, and then they draft Kyler Murray. Uh, that feels like that kind of situation, but, like, you could have at least hidden it. Like, Kyle Shanahan just really, I don't know if anyone's going to be alive on Sunday. That's, like, really pandemic thinking crazy i don't know i thought that was sad but nfl draft is kind of back to normal a little bit this year Six hundred thousand people were in nashville in 2019 obviously we had a super weird 2020 where roger goodell was inside of his house and he by the end of it looked like mr rogers like kicking up with his book like reading the pick he was so tired um at least he didn't get, get booed energy.
0: at least he didn't get booed that's <laughs> no, we, the big thing he, oh i guess he did they his did. own
1: booing they did their and that was even more awkward like he that's corny. They, like piped the sound in like what they do at like basketball games now, but they have it in person. He They've made it clear that he's vaccinated and he will do some awkward Bye. hugs with his, you know, his picks. He's definitely wanting to have the physical contact like you. He's a contact craver. He loves to, you know, touch you gotta, you gotta other get in there. humans.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which is well, hug other athletic big men. Yeah. It sounds really <laughs> right. For Roger alley. Your, but, um... your favorite thing. <laughs> i'm a hugger i'm a hugger but men hugging is not my big thing it's more of a dap shoulder tap wrap of the arm like you know NBA which, circle. which is an
1: art in itself and it's super awkward if someone tries to do it to you and you're like um uh, how where do we do the the hand thing and then like how do you how hard do you hit the back
0: well that's the thing too because like in the hood or inner city where i went to high school you just dap It's boom dap like that but then like you get to like the frats and the suburbs. <laughs> it's like the dap, and then the hit, the pound it. So sometimes you get I caught in Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm walking around. Okay, now you're it's getting really way out of control. <laughs> but now it's, it's not- like you get caught. You get caught in weird situations like that where I'm like, right, I got to adjust the situation. What are we doing here? Is it the shoulder hug? Or what do we? What do we got? And then it can turn into awkward.
1: Not- <laughs> it's good to know that you would go through that thought process because I'm like, do you guys just know naturally? Like athletes know just what they're go- about to do. Like some sort of communication. Cause I would yeah. struggle with that. I'd be like the awkward dude that, you know, I mean, I'm now calling myself a dude, putting myself in the shoes of guy. Anyway, back to the NFL.
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> so they started having it in cities now and it actually makes a lot of money. Like it generates 25% of what a super bowl makes for a city. It makes like, it made like a hundred mil for Nashville. And that was best case scenario, but the tickets are free. And I read an article today huddle up it's this guy who creates kind of a newsletter that's super interesting it dives into like the business behind sports and yeah they're they're thinking about you know making those tickets selling them so you make more money and then each city kind of making cities bid to have the nfl draft in that city at at one point because nashville was nuts that was like a concert that's crazy 100
0: mil 100 mil they Mm -hmm. made
1: yep and economic like for that for the city of nashville
0: Wow, a bunch of wow, radio. So yes. And then you just Cleveland. go a little bit more north into more desolate place of Cleveland. And wow. Bring a lot of people to Cleveland. I've been there. It's it's
1: vacation what, destination.
0: What did Joe Kim Noah say to LeBron? What was that when they were playing the Bulls back in the day? And Joe Kim was just trashing on how Cleveland's the worst place to be in the world. <laughs> and where is Joe Kim Noah now, though? Probably on a beach. I don't know, yeah. retired with hundreds of millions of dollars, mm-hmm. but hey when you shoot with your elbows out, you know, it gets you somewhere.
1: <laughs> he made enough money to do what he did.
0: Yeah. No, for and sure. now he's one of the greatest, college, of players. Hey, of the greatest college players of all time. Back-to-back Four national team.
1: Like that Can was the last that. time they were really good in college basketball. I feel like the, the last time they made. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, um, NFL draft wise, I think you're, you're mostly Seahawks fan, right?
0: For the most part. Yeah. But I'm someone that, I mean, I pay attention to it all. I'm, I'm kind of just caught by all the headlines, kind of. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm a yeah. diehard Seahawks fan, but I'm not like looking into like the seventh round pick, like who the Seahawks are gonna take, like who's left, like type thing.
1: And you yeah. know, as a Seahawks fan, like whatever pick you have, you're gonna end up with like complete opposite and ten more because of John Schneider. Yeah. Because of the way they negotiate. But with QBs, you're Matt, you're Kyle Shanahan, you got that pick number three. Are you going with Trey Lance? Or are you going with Mac Jones? what it, do you believe all this stuff of like Mac Jones is only so good because he's got these all-star future receivers. Hall of Fame wide receivers?
0: Yeah, well, that's a stretch to say. I mean we can tell with how draft picks are in general. No one's for sure a Hall of Famer. So but true. it's just interesting because I was I heard someone talking about it how the 49ers have kept everything close to their vest forever. And no one knew the Jimmy Garoppolo thing. It just happened. No one knew that. No insiders knew that no one knew that they were hiring Lynch. That was kept and he has been like he said himself that he wants everything to be in house and wants to keep it all quiet. So for them to like come out and be like, oh, we're going with Mac Jones or Trey Lance and then like all these other people. It's like, what is going on here? It just makes it really fishy to me. I mean. It's just, now it's looking like uh, before the draft even started, it's like, okay, one quarterback's going to go in like the first five mm-hmm. picks or whatever. And now it's like four or five. It's just, it's just you a bad rush know. to get a quarterback now. It's like, who cares? We know that the no one's right at picking anything anymore in NBA or NFL. So we might as well just <laughs> risk it on a quarterback, take them, see what happens. But we you have the long. insurance of Garoppolo. So that helps them. Yeah, he, that's he's true. Healthy. He's healthy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd prefer them to just keep going with Garoppolo because he doesn't scare me that much in the NFC West against the Seahawks. But it's going to be weird because it's like quarterback heavy and then like probably throw in Panay Sewell, like one of the better left guards, like who takes him? And then a bunch of wide receivers. Like does he go before the wide receivers? You know, I don't know. It should be interesting.
0: Kyle Pitts too. I mean. Oh, that's right. The tight end. Yeah, yeah. I listened to Tom McShay talk about it, how he said he's the highest graded tight end he's ever graded in his ever yeah in his whatever years of doing it he said he's the highest graded like people are saying he's a for sure hall of famer at tight end that's how crazy wouldn't I that hate- be
1: awesome like, that kind of pressure yeah like, you hear exactly. that about
0: yeah you're hearing it everywhere and and most of the time it's not even comes down to you it, things can happen like injuries obviously that you don't want that to happen but like there's so many things that can happen without your career like throughout your career yeah. team so many different things like system Quarterback, all that. So it makes it interesting to me, especially, especially like the quarterback. Like Trey Lance has only played like seventeen snaps yeah. or seventeen games or whatever it was. Like I heard that. I'm did, like, win
1: oh. a, did win a national championship? His only year as a starter for NDSU. Yeah. But like, remember the last NDSU? Much. No, no, don't they, don't. they don't. Do you remember the last NDSU quarterback? That... Yes,
0: Carson Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I and you know he that. doesn't. Right. You, yeah, you, you, try to, you don't try to sneak one by me. You try to act like I don't, <laughs> I don't keep up with. Quarterbacks from I NDSU. I've been, out Ind- I've been to I've been I've been to Fargo or wherever it's at. Not Fargo. It's uh,
1: that's North Dakota. Uh,
0: mm. well, isn't NDSU that's North Dakota State? Check a map.
1: North Dakota State. Check it. tell check me a story about Dakota Carson Wentz while I look it up.
0: <laughs> no, I'll tell you a story about North Dakota State or wherever it was. Fargo. I I, I stayed a night there. It was it was a fun time. Very Burr. cold. Very cold. Burr. That's all I can say. you were- we played
1: UND. Didn't we play like back to back? Like, no. didn't you guys play? When we played one year. No,
0: that doesn't. Oh, happen. maybe at home. Maybe at home. Not there. When I was coaching, yeah, yeah. we played there. Unbelievable. Oh, I was, it is Fargo. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Grand
1: Forks, Grand Forks is North
0: Dakota. Oh, okay. So yeah, we played at North Dakota. Flew out of Fargo, but unbelievable place. Don't visit. Um, <laughs> back to the draft. Sorry. Okay, at D S U. But yeah, Trey Lance, th- but that's the thing where San Francisco, it kind of makes sense because he can sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. get him some reps. And then if you're not, if Garoppolo gets hurt, which the odds are 95%, um, yeah. then you, then you can slide Trey Lance in Mac Jones. It's just tough. Alabama quarterbacks have not been good in the NFL. It's just a fact. Yeah. It's weird.
1: That's neither have Ohio state quarterbacks.
0: That ever. too. I got into some more... Twitter on that. It's weird.
1: Oh, I got stats. You getting into a Twitter fight? You've only, changed. That's only college. one. I've only been in one. <laughs>
0: I've only been in one, and it was with some random about Ohio State. I was just like, and I wasn't trying to be aggressive. That's not me. I was just like, I just haven't seen a good quarterback from Ohio State. Sorry.
1: <laughs> there hasn't been Mike Tom Tomczak
0: Tom Tom
1: T O M C Z A K. I was reading the Athletic. He's their best product quarterback the most prolific quarterback to come out of ohio state 15 seasons in the league he ended up with more interceptions than tds had a career passer rating of 68.9 and ohio state since 2000 leads the country with most draft picks defensive player wise and wide receivers but quarterback like justin fields he's been sliding 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 like he's around like the eight i think people are saying eight like maybe if he's still there people will grab him but
0: um might work out better for him Go to a, a better system, better team. True. That that always works out for guys. Sometimes it's tough to. Sometimes it's tough just to get in, on a bad team, and then you have to change the whole thing.
1: Right, Sam Darnold, perfect yeah. case in there. Like, he might we'll do better. Be
0: he might do better with Carolina. Actual have yeah. like, can you name a receiver from the Jets team besides maybe one, Robbie, whatever his name Anderson. was, Robbie John, Robbie Anderson. Anderson? Yeah, I don't even know his yeah. last name.
1: Bad, you're right. They didn't help him out at all. He's actually this draft class. Like he should have been. He should have been a 2021 draft. Really, he would have stayed. I think. Um, but you were taught. You mentioned injuries. Is there anything else you wanted to say about NFL draft? Like anything else that stands out to you or ex- it excites you?
0: Um, it will be interesting to see what happens with Zach Wilson. I oh yeah, I, quarterback. Yeah, I don't. You were
1: a quarterback in high school. Shout out to the prairie and then, yeah they tried to get me to like walk out of Idaho.
0: no i made a mistake and didn't play there we went to the state title they needed a quarterback i just didn't do it i just did not do it i should have i should have
1: like, you were watching that game you're like they would have won if i was out there
0: 100 <laughs> i was in the crowd i was at oregon state stadium we're in the beach it's freezing cold it in my
1: freezer yeah. stadium
0: yeah we're just sitting in blankets just freezing and it was just a, it was a bad you on the field. and then you'd have yeah. a glory day to talk about for sure Quarterback was my position and I have the stature for it. Maybe, maybe it would have been drafted, you know, six, five. Cannon six, for five. an arm. <laughs> <laughs> what's your, like, uh, it's, you with, um... it's, it's enough. It's enough to grip a ball <laughs> in wet weather. Okay. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. But <laughs> You would not, you would not be a cold weather quarterback, but all the talk was. of Zach Wilson though is unreal. Like he just came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, what what did you think of him? There
1: was one, and it was literally like the highlight of his combine, where he was. They were talking, talking, and then there was like this overhead drone photo or sh- uh, video of him. They were talking about Zach Wilson, and they were like, "Whoa, that might have been the throw of the combine," because he was rolling out left, I believe, and through right way downfield, and it was perfect, like. Yeah, just dropped right in the hands. And they were like, wait, we got to stop that and run that back again, because that was beautiful. And obviously, it's not against, you know, pads, real defense or anything like that. But he's got an arm. He's got quickness. He's got, you know, some torque. I'm
0: sure moxie. He's got the swag.
1: He's got a lot of moxie. Yeah, a lot of moxie. He's a leader.
0: Great leader. I'm sure. Well, I listened to his coach Uh, talk about it. I I listened to um, BYU's coach talk about how even during this time when he's been pre- preparing for the draft, working out, he's watched all 15 practices of BYU this year's team. And has really? talked to his coach about all 15. He's like, he's, he spends his free time all football. Like he God, cares. He big yeah. film guy. Big film guy, which I'm a snoozer in film, but <laughs> You're a snoo- until yeah. you get called out, like <laughs> I got called out. We could talk about that later, but, um, yeah, we should work. Yeah, it is awful.
1: But I, it's really interesting to me that Justin Fields has so much on his resume and has proved so much at the highest level, like beating Clemson, yeah, and with a rib injury, and like he still has fallen behind this Zach Wilson dude. And it's I'm sure metrics are huge,
0: and Justin Fields is what
1: smaller than Russell Wilson. But you look at Kyler Murray, I don't know. It's wait, interesting wait, wait,
0: me. wait, wait! Not just you I mean wait? Justin Fields is not smaller
1: than Russell Wilson.
0: No, Justin Fields is, is big. Guy? No, you're Justin, you're thinking of the wrong person. Yes, Justin Fields, Justin Fields is is six, is, uh, six foot, maybe. No, he's got to be bigger than that. Am I? Am I? No, he's six Just, three. He's six three. He's 6'3"? Six, he, six three, two
1: thirty.
0: He's he's the he's the prototypical size, and he's a freak athlete. He is a freak that, athlete. I that's why history, that's why yeah. it's weird. he's declining? I don't know. Yeah, like, but like I said, could turn out better for him. And it's a crap And he was
1: the Big Ten came back to play. Like they canceled their season. Then he started that petition, like we want to play. He was like the big name behind that.
0: Yeah. So hey, speaking of uh injuries, did you yeah. get a chance to see the UFC fighter that snapped his leg?
1: I did not see it live, and I just saw it a few minutes before this podcast, and I almost threw
0: up <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> well, that Chris was okay. disgusting. It was disgusting. So Chris Weidman was fighting your eye hall. It's funny because I literally just turned on the fight right before it happened like i turned on Seriously? the fight literally oh, like first click just boom i'm like oh my goodness
1: <sighs> middleweight he like steps back right like did do you think he like thinks about what just ha- did that just happen like we just started and his leg is going the way that it shouldn't
0: yeah if you watch it like slow-mo it's crazy because he kicks wouldn't
1: or- recommend but yeah if you do
0: hey people that are listening yeah go check it out if you like are into those things but um
1: and if you have a
0: yeah, like throw a bag nearby. Kidding. <laughs> but it's not he, that bad. He, it is pretty bad, though. He, so he kicks, but it, in his like reaction in the slow motion, his leg wraps around the other guy's leg. His facial expression doesn't change. Slides his leg back like he goes to plant, and it just folds toe to knee, basically, is what happens. No, oh, my god, <laughs> His toe tickles his knee. It's disgusting. Ew. It's disgusting.
1: His toe tickles his knee.
0: But... The um, the funny, the crazy thing about it is Anderson Silva, all-time great UFC fighter, broke his leg against Chris Weidman. Same way.
1: Was that back in, what, 2000?
0: That was a while ago. 12 or 13? It was crazy because Anderson Silva was, like, trying to make his comeback or the, he was the title. It was for the title, I'm yeah. sure, because Chris Weidman won the title. But I think I remember it, watching that. It's, it's like- crazy because it's, like, how the chain of events, like, Anderson Silva breaks his leg on Chris Wyman. Chris Weidman breaks his leg on Uriah Hall. They're both sending messages to each other. Like it is just, it's just unreal. It's just disgusting. Is, like it is.
1: And the, the, those are becoming more. I mean, it's it, it's not common, obviously, but it's coming. It's more common than it used to be. Yeah. I don't know. Just like your shin just shattering.
0: Yeah. Sick. Maybe maybe i don't know maybe it's like even in ufc maybe because they're throwing more leg, like more kicks there's been a lot more kicking people are more diverse in ufc I, don't, I know you're not a big ufc fan yeah admittedly you just don't like what you don't like fighting
1: i prefer to do my fighting in person on the streets if somebody you know yeah, right. you're the I'll girl behind and- and- stop stop
0: <laughs> i don't want to see this please stop
1: please stop just talk it out just have you know conflict resolution. I respect the fighting because like kickboxing classes are tough workouts. But
0: um, oh, you're a big kickboxing class. Where's this at? I've done it two whole times, and I was I'm very sore
1: afterwards. And no, I don't remember where it was. It was like a legit kickboxing place. You How don't want to high- see me in a ring, Stephen. I'm just going to say that. How high can you kick your leg? I'm up? about to challenge Jake Paul. I'm going to ask Jake Paul. Uh, oh, th- that's uh, that's one thing I'm actually good at. As long as I don't fall backward, if you loosen up the limbs, no I can way. kick it up. Can no yeah. way!
0: You kick no, me I in my face.
1: It. Yes. You, you kick face. I would <laughs> actually enjoy that.
0: I actually used to practice kicking over my sister's head, <laughs> and I, I probably tore my hamstring. <laughs> I'd always be like Katie. I'd always like be like, "Katie stand still. I'm gonna kick over your head." <laughs> and she, I'd be like, "All right, turn around so I don't kick in your face." I'm <laughs> you. And she just
1: did it willingly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, that's when I was more flexible. I would really get my leg up there.
1: Shout out to Katie, played at Washington State, big time baller.
0: Yeah, shout out to Katie. She's a big fan of the show.
1: <laughs> oh, and shout out to the person who did our artwork. I have wanted to say this: Taylor Graham, two a t t Prince uh, Instagram. That's her two, like the number two a t. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful artwork. I have honestly, I have a, I liked a JJ. I was listening to JJ Reddick's podcast today, and I was like, our artwork's way better than that. And yeah. like the fact that it's a real life picture turned into animations, like that's pretty cool, you know. Me denying yeah.
0: it. That's what people don't understand. That was really me dunking. That's her blocking another female shot, not mine. So it's just. Oh, no, like no, no, one. no. It's you a real picture around.
1: of me blocking you at the rim.
0: Yeah. If the rim was, if the real picture of you blocking the rim would be like way up here. <laughs> what? Right, blocking his mic. No, right. I'm just joking. Well, you're, you're athletic. You're athletic. <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know about that um but my dream is definitely to still do that one day once i get back into training um yeah so injury wise
0: yeah (laughs) okay dunk and slam balls yeah that was good yeah was that your first time throwing alley-oop i think that's what you told me you probably lied to me but
1: it was so cool i don't know this is fun
0: this is (laughs) fun it's so much fun and i didn't throw many good ones to you
1: but you still threw down that was like a year ago i know that's when it was still a pops that's
0: when the diet was still there still kind of there. yeah which uh, well, that's
1: one thing that we want to talk about in this in this podcast of like actual advice to help people right after college college athlete we're still figuring it out but i think there's some tips and tricks to like do better at that after but after college but um sticking with that injury i don't know that's all i had to say was with the uh chris weidman
0: injury did you ever did you ever have any like serious injuries or did you ever see any like did you ever see anybody get seriously injured in college?
1: no not not really really bad i've seen acls happen in the moment my best friend in in high school and then carly wilson in college when we were playing at texas but Uh, the the one that sticks out in my mind is shout out to carly wilson great pg um kevin ware louisville i think it was 2013 or i can't remember what year compound Um, the compound fracture when someone was closing out on him or he was closing out, right? And he landed on the one foot.
0: Yeah, he just jumps, like, jumped. No, no he just he just jumped normal. That's what they said. It had to be a previous injury for sure. Cause there's and no like, way. Weren't
1: they talking about depth perception too, with like the court? Because you know how the court was raised oh, yeah. up. It was like Elite Eight or Final Four, I can't remember.
0: It was. But when you're in
1: an NFL stadium and they have the court raised up, like you're like the bench is beneath you. I don't know. There's a lot of things that like go into that. But no, for me, literally no serious injuries. I had a sprained ankle. I had back spasms freshman year, trying to lift, trying to power oh. clean. Oh, I felt so. What'd old. you do?
0: Did <laughs> you get some heating pads on it from the training room. Good job.
1: Woo. Yeah, yeah. Acetamin, no, not acetamin. Ibuprofen too.
0: Yeah, don't say some illegal drug was- that they were pumping. It, you
1: know. <laughs> they prescribed <laughs> me. Still addicted to it. <laughs> Kidding. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, you're taking that- ibuprofen like candy, huh? <laughs> Relax. <laughs>
1: the worst. They're so bad and cha- like power cleans. Not my forte. I'm not doing much. That's a long way to travel for a six footer who
0: doesn't really know
1: how to, I for was, a girl
0: like was never lifted before. I was natural power I've seen your
1: power clean form.
0: My power clean form, unless Jake was lying to me, our trainer, unless he was lying to me, Horse. said that was my form. My thing was power clean, so that was my best lift.
1: If you look I'm, at Idaho, if you walk through the weight room, there's just a picture of Steven, like a, 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 <laughs> a picture. <laughs> Doing a power clean. You're just the ideal model of a power no, clean. I
0: I I well, okay. He said that and then I was a natural split jerker. I I don't know. Maybe how I get into a squat with the bar over my head. I just look good.
1: A natural split jerker. I just I know. he's, I know he's
0: trying to just, resume. He's trying to find something to motivate me. But um
1: just a natural split jerker. I,
0: I did I did fall in love with the weight room though. That's actually one thing though that like when I first got to idaho i could barely bench like anything i didn't lift didn't do anything i was skinny really skinny i think i benched like literally 135 super wow. weak skinny super weak and i left like benching like 235 or something so like i added like 100 pounds in four years
1: wow do you clean. think that Because we were talking before you didn't have a ton of oh talk about your clean numbers go ahead give us no no stats, no right? i'm saying
0: i was saying clean like clean as in oh. no steroids 100, 100 pounds <laughs> of four years okay 100 pounds four years
1: yeah no steroids running through the streets of moscow that is for sure
0: but um, um i like got addicted to it though i got addicted to it so i and i think that like building that strength really helps me especially because i was a one-footed jumper and then doing like squats and stuff like that never did them and it became way <laughs> more powerful and like my stability i feel like my stability got a lot better like grip and like balance I think balance is probably one of the biggest things basketball players, just in general. A lot of people I see nowadays, they're so off balance when they catch the ball and it takes you a second to get back on balance and then you're out of the play or you're out of what yeah. you want to do. If that makes sense.
1: So true. And even driving, like if you have some resistance against you, if you're going on one foot, you can be thrown off in one second, you know, if you yeah. have enough to collect. That was one thing overseas. I don't know if you had that, but they focus so much on one-footed balance, like the most pointless drills. I thought at the time, I was like, "This is such a waste of time." But Europe really focuses on like having a little bit of contact as you step from foot to foot, like across the like the warm-up, kind of like their dynamic yeah. warm-up. I had like this French dude that was like trying to teach us through stuff, and I was like, "I don't understand anything you're saying," but you know, it was. I think that's interesting that they have that kind of. Because you look at like Luka Doncic and he's got a different game than everyone in yeah. the NBA at his age coming over from overseas. Like they're out yeah. of the game a little bit.
0: Well, his balance is unbelievable, and then, like you see guys like Kevin Durant doing like the one-footed, the one-footed drills where they're like hopping side to side and then spinning it around and then shooting it. It's like a lot of those, and I, and like when I play guys one on one on my team now, I'll just like just do like one-footed shots. I'm just like yeah, yeah, like Europe, like Euro, like, like I'm just hitting like 15 <laughs> footers off one foot because it's like. It's been a balance thing for sure. Yeah, you can't shoot a one foot shot unless you know you're truly on balance or you feel comfortable, or it's going to be an awful shot. Or and to make it, so true. You see so many guys right. like throw it to them, and if you ever watch a big guy catch the ball and he has to dribble to balance, like gather himself, it's because he's off balance. And like you'll see it a lot of times. You, they throw when you see a big guy catch the ball and he has to dribble right away, it's because he's off balance. When most of the time mm-hmm. you need to catch and just finish right away it's really it's really interesting to see it's something like you don't really notice but if you look for it you'll see it a lot more than you you'd suspect so i'll be
1: reminding the people of this pretty much every podcast but you had overseas experience you did have nba g league experience summer league experience what was that like what other intricacies do kind of like scouts look at or like focus on that you wouldn't really expect like do they talk g- about that stuff do they try to coach you in the g league and and summer uh, league
0: it, the it, actual hey well, okay. First of all, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to play in the summer league. Okay. But I, um, the G League. Once you go like professional, it's you're really just on your own. Like they're not they're not telling you yeah. much. Like they expect you to know what you need to know, and they expect you to be in shape, and they expect to get the player that they got they saw in film or whatever it was. Mm. And that's the thing I tell people a lot is like in the G League in our training camp they threw like thirty varieties of plays at us or like it's more like read react but there's like 20 different variations of like one thing and i was someone that prided myself on just knowing everything that goes on you know like i'm pretty well at like catching offenses and picking up stuff pretty quick but like there's guys getting cut because they couldn't remember plays like and good players and it's like when you tell people that like especially now when i talk to the guys i'm like hey you got to understand what we're doing on offense all the time like that's just something that you can't that that can't be one of your problems because you're you won't play if that's the case, and that's why you don't play now and you're not going to play going further because you can't remember the plays. That's like the first thing that's going to go. Like you, like how are you going to play? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's a lot. Like we're talking like two weeks of like thirty plays. It's like I'm going home and studying. Like I never had to really do that. Even at Idaho, we ran a lot of plays at Idaho. Yeah, but like yeah. things
1: like yeah.
0: that. Yeah, exactly. And so like things like that were just. just really eye-opening and then like to go from there where it was more like okay there's draft picks there's players getting pulled from everywhere to play on this team so it's kind of like i wouldn't say political but just more there's agendas like these guys need to play they're drafted they're not playing the nba so they 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 need to get time here so that cuts you back because i'm obviously not a draft pick i mean i was drafted in the g league but not an nba draft pick got it then that hurt hurts your time so you only have then now you're looking at a, a tiny span of like okay now i gotta prove myself in this this amount of time which i'm not used to because i'm used to playing the whole game so i'm not used to coming in and having like okay you got like three minutes to like i gotta hit my shots play good defense rebound get back do all the right stuff and then that's where it starts to crunch down and that's like obviously a huge learning experience for me and it helps me re- like correlate with people that did come off the bench because i never did come off the bench so that was like my first experience doing that and it's like those sayings everyone says you got to be ready like you got to be locked in the game all the time it's like those are true it's true stuff I mean it's corny but hey it's true you need to listen to that
1: there's no time to waste like you can't just no. in one possession every possession matters so much because jobs are so much more on the line like yeah you're expected to be mature and know every single play what yeah what that is running at the time like you can't be caught out like oh are they in a zone are they man man yeah. like
0: it's like this none of that. You need to know yeah. it, so it's like boom, boom, because like, the point guard's making the decision and you're, you you got to be doing the right thing or you're going to get in the way. And then you're going to be the yeah. one singled out because everyone can tell. And then transitioning to like Europe is like, you're the face of the franchise. So that's like a whole different aspect of the whole thing. And I, I know you experienced it too. It's like, you're literally the face of the franchise. Like You're basically the leader. They're paying you the money to come play. So you also have to fit a role there, which is also difficult for guys to understand also i feel like
1: yeah and, and someone said i think it was josh powell lakers not everybody can yeah. play overseas yeah. not everybody can overseas like and it is really frustrating when all the pressure's on you too because usually it's like coach will get on you in college for sure like scream at you yell at you make you better but like over there it's like no you need to do better like you need to make
0: more shots you and they won't tell to you that
1: they yeah won't, there's
0: and you said well it's like sometimes like i never it it obviously depends your coach but it would it was weird for me because like yes i'm a scorer but i'm also like a guy that likes to get people involved too like i don't want to be selfish but i am selfish in ways but it's like it was weird because like the coach wouldn't tell me like they're just sometimes the lack of communication of like affects it like my agents telling me you need to shoot every time. You need to score like 40. And I'm just like, <laughs> not nah, you like, yeah, it's good to hear that. But at the same time, like, well, I want to win. I want to make the right plays. Like, that's just in my DNA to make the right play. But then, like, the coach isn't saying much. And so you don't really have it, you have like this weird communication because sometimes the the language barrier or just you're just not on the same page. And it's just like a weird vibe. Cause like your agent wants you to do the best because that markets you the best. Yeah. when your team wants you to win and do the best. And so then it just becomes like a real conflict. And if you're not doing good, you will get cut. Period. They'll send you back. Yeah, they'll send you back anyway. It's like you can average like I was averaging like 23 points a game, and like I'm before sorry. you know it, yeah. And before you know it, they're just like, oh, we want a bigger player. We need someone that we would need someone that's taller. Like da da da. You know what I mean? And it's just like stuff like that. I'm like, all right, like it is what it is. Like this is the business of it. But it, it's it is a different world out there for sure. So definitely learning curve. Oh, tape
1: list and it's about to fall. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> I have to research
1: every time. Not trying to for those listening and not watching. I have a poster that I literally taped up, and it's like slowly falling off. Delicious. Really high production value, but no, you're totally like. It was interesting that you had that experience, kind of like two different things pulling you. Because mine was just if I didn't shoot above fifty percent in a game, it was like he was mad at me, and he was so nice outside of that. My coach and he was so sweet but then he was like really mad at me like i was a his kid that did something god awful and going home and like you're you're alone there's so much downtime you're by yourself like yeah you have some teammates but i only had two american teammates and one really didn't want to be my friend and the other was like basically married so yeah it's it's lonely only certain places
0: like yeah you're adults like you're by yourself you can go sightsee as much as you want but after that you're
1: but you're by yourself, like sightseeing by yourself. Super That's sick. Who do I share my story with?
0: Oh, take a picture. Ah. <laughs> you gotta get that selfie stick action going. Um, yeah.
1: Wait until 2 a.m. till my friends wake up in, I, in the United I, States.
0: I actually had a weird experience at like when I first got over there. Um we were in Ukraine. I had to get they do like the MRIs and everything to check you because obviously they're not gonna pay you if you're injured.
1: Yeah, the physical. So,
0: I was in you no, know, we were in Lithuania and my the gm's like okay hey i gotta take you to the hospital blah, blah blah i'm like all right cool like let's do this i never even got an mri before because i never was injured and so um we show up to this hospital it's literally like gotham city like batman hospital there's <laughs> no windows there's no windows it's a big old old building old. I wish I could find it. I could, I wonder what city it is. I, I hope I can find a picture of it. Oh,
1: you live it. there. So I hope you. Oh, did you travel to it?
0: We were travel. We were in that city. Okay. So like I, I joined them in that city. So they like wanted to get it done there because it's like a two week time period on my contract of it. And so I go there and there's no windows. There's no like nothing. So we literally just go door to door. You just open the door and it's like a doctor's office like, "Uh, uh, what's this? And they're like, ah, upstairs. uh, uh, uh." And they're all speaking different language. Like no one speaks American in this place. Oh, speaking American. American English. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Well, we get up there and we finally find it. The like elevators are like, I'm using a pulley system to get up the elevator. Like it's just not, it's Uh old school. No, it wasn't that bad. But it was bad. I thought I was going to get stuck. There's little, I'm telling you, there's no signs. No signs. Just, Just blank none. walls, and no windows. Just one blank walls, dirty, old, old. Nightmare. But then when you go inside, it's like a normal doctor's. So it's weird. It's like the outside is no one's touched the outside for like 30, 40 years. Seriously. And we're trying to find it. And so we finally find the office, like, oh, yeah, it's the MRI. Dah, dah, dah. So like, I'm waiting. My GM steps out. They start saying, I can, they say my name, but then they, everything else is in a different language. So then I'm like, I'm like, where's my GM? Like, what am I doing? Like, she's trying to beat her. It's like having like a like a charades battle. I'm like, I'm going back there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Do all that. It was re- really weird experience to have a first MRI. Found out I had what, something in What did they? Well, they put me in like that tube thing, whatever it is.
1: Like what part of your body, though? Because sometimes if you have an ha- MRI on your brain, you have to be encased or on your nah,
0: face. No, nah, they just did like my knees and ankles. They just wanted to make sure I wasn't lying about some injury like usual. Got it. Got it, got it. But that was wow. weird and then i had to go give blood so that was a little weird so we found figured our way out to there it was like upstairs did that then i had to do an ekg mm. and that's where it got weird because i was in there by myself with her and she was just like she couldn't speak English either. And so she was like trying to describe to me that there was something about my heartbeat that wasn't like, right, but it wasn't bad. But I was like, what is going on? Like I'm sitting there panicking, like, okay, so what's wrong with my heart? Like I never got a straight answer. I literally never got a straight answer. I like, she handed me out a piece of paper and I was just like, she's like, yeah, she spoke a little bit of English. She's like, it's normal in an athlete that's young, but it's not like great. But uh, and I'm just like I left there and I was just like, oh, what did I just go through? Like I when? feel so much less certain
1: about my health after. Well, <laughs> exactly, after.
0: exactly. It, it was, was so like weird. a nightmare. Honestly, it, it sounds like you ruined them. It was at least it all came back and they're like, all oh, right, you're fine. So, uh, like, <laughs> some <set my> contract, <laughs> and everything. So that, <laughs> okay, that was good. Go yeah, I did have something weird with okay. my knee though. They, they, but I was like, no, I've never had knee problems. So, what about your
1: brain? A few things wrong with that.
0: Yeah, they said my frontal lobe is a little big. I got hit in the head. Everything, oh yeah, for sure.
1: Everything's a little underdeveloped. And <laughs>
0: kidding,
1: kidding, kidding. But we did research earlier on. You played. You hold the record for most games played in Idaho. With how many?
0: I think it was 133. I'm not 100 sure. I'm not being on the records. To... But myself, I am.
1: I'm really big on records I, about myself. I'm, I'm kidding. kidding
0: how do you find those? Usually, I, held,
1: I held the record. You just go google.com and search yourself Idaho basketball, because I held that record. That's the only re- record I hold that's like number one is most games played because neither of us ever missed a game. That's wild to me. I did not know that about you. I thought, you know, with you're like pain what? tolerance,
0: that
1: pain you tolerance might is have.
0: Unbelievable. I got a hip pointer in the middle of the game. <laughs> hold on. I got a hip pointer in the middle of a game played the second half tore my ankle up tough? scored 20 in the second half had my career high. I've had some great games what? when I was messed up. Yes. Utah That's Valley. Insane.
1: Twisted my ankle the
0: last play before halftime. And finished with 42.
1: You finished with 42 in a high school game?
0: No, it was college. Oh, wait,
1: sorry, college. Wait, you had 42? Yeah,
0: yeah I'm like third all time on or like second highest scoring game of all time in Idaho.
1: Oh my gosh, I do actually think I remember this. It was all layups.
0: It was all layups. Don't oh, check it out. It's a bunch of layups and like a couple threes. I couldn't, I Love couldn't it. move. I couldn't move.
1: Dang, that's crazy. Well, I need to figure out how many games consecutively you played because it's really hard to play every single game of your college career. Now that I'm like out of it, like it's it's cool that neither of us had that. Like I definitely sat out some practices. Not like if coaches listening, I didn't choose to sit out practices. But newly, it just, she's, I, lying. I my she's lying. She's lying. She's
0: lying. Newly, don't listen to her. She sat them out. And Verlin, <laughs> if you're listening, I was a warrior. I went through all oh, of them. Yeah, right. I went through all of them. <laughs> no. Um, I definitely fought through
1: everything that I could. I never sprained my. I did. I had a flu game, but we don't need to
0: talk about us as much, is there? Wait. So let me let me ask you this though. Do you think the reason why you played through a lot of things is it because that's just the way you were brought up? Was it early coaching? Was it your parents? What what, what would you like? What would you put that towards?
1: I think definitely how I was brought up. Like I, you kind of tough things out, and and I didn't have I I didn't have parents that were like you'll be fine. Keep going. Like they weren't crazy at all. I had really great parents. I had a conversation with my dad in like eighth grade where I was like, I need you to be nicer about how we talk about games afterward because I'm already mad at myself. So we had that conversation like got that out of the way. Um, but I think it was just like coaching and like respect for coaches. Well, I came in and newly scared the life out of me. Like newly was terrifying to me. Oh, freshman And He's not, I'm sure he's not listening to this, but if he is, he's probably like, good that's my goal (laughs) but we became friends at the end of it i was terrified and i wanted his respect and i wanted to play and you know the pressure like if you want to play you got to be at practice you have to be performing at practice and you have to show that you're durable
0: very true that's the big thing is i feel like i like i see a lot of guys nowadays like they just mispractice like oh whatever i got a little injury which i understand like if you're hurt don't play don't practice whatever it is but if you're someone that's trying to get minutes and you're missing practices, it's like that's, that's the last thing you can do to hurt yourself. Yeah. To hurt yourself, to get where you want to be.
1: You were literally hurting yourself. Yeah. Where did you learn it for? Like, where did. It, I don't know.
0: <laughs> there it goes. That's fine. That is. That's this it's production. This is it's our production.
1: Like, you know, there's tape on it, but I'm in a room that I don't reside in. This is us winning the WAC championship first time. Second okay,
0: time. The 72 people that watched our last episode will see that. So don't worry. <laughs> that's uh
1: that's embarrassing. Anyways, where did you learn how to
0: push through? I don't know. I think it was, I mean, I think it's just like me not wanting to miss playing. I don't know. I feel like I just like playing games was the is the funnest thing. Yeah. That's the best part of playing any sport is playing the actual game. So I don't want to miss it. And I played hurt or sick like like a lot of people do. But and yeah. you get lucky and you get lucky too, like getting blessed without having like I had a couple of ankle sprains and broken nose, but that's oh, where wow. mask
1: picture. We need to find that mask picture. Gosh, Put it that
0: up. Seems, <laughs> uh, it's crazy because I didn't want to wear it. Hilarious. I didn't want to wear it. And like Barry <laughs> Barry said I had to like call my parents and have them sign something to say that I I that it's okay for me not to wear it because they did not want me you to have any, they did not want to be responsible for me, like really messing my nose up. But I was like, I'm going to put that on the first game. I was like, oh, there's no way I can play with this, like shoot or pass. Like it was just not. How not did you good. shoot with that thing on? Oh, I didn't. I wore it for like one game. Just didn't do it. You're over it.
1: You didn't want to be like Rip Hamilton.
0: Well, how about we um end this episode with a little Vandal story?
1: story yeah story time you you've hyped this up a little bit what's the category of story like what, what what kind of territory are we getting into with this
0: how about uh getting singled out and having to run a bunch in front of your teammates how about that how about that category
1: yeah let's go i got
0: i probably got a i probably got a, I got too many of these stories but we'll um we'll start with the probably the best one so we play New Mexico State, we lose by, like, two or three. It always happened there. They're really good. One of the best teams in the league. We always play them tough. Fun place to play. Fun place. It was a Saturday. Saturday night. Okay? So, we played Thursday, yeah. Law Tech, played there Saturday. Lost. Me and my teammate, Kyle Barone, KB, shout out KB. Um, uh, we enjoyed ourselves that night. Uh, did not... <laughs> did not weren't responsible enough to set alarms for a 4 30 flight well we, d- we did we did am yes yeah, so we had to leave really early we we're up all night just talking about the game talking with friends like just pissed just like college kids were just like stupid just mad just mad we didn't win in a game that be- we need we should have we thought we should have won easily so boom just, I just
1: talking just talking though yeah i mean <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I yeah, there's maybe a couple adult beverages, but um, we get a knock at our door at 435 or something, 440, and I packed the night before, so I was ready to go, <laughs> and Verlin was really strict about us being on time. Like, he's left people before, so I like see my thing where it's like, there's like 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, we're 15 minutes late on the bus, like what? Especially oh our two gosh. best players. Yes. Huh. So I open the door, Helblin's there, our assistant coach, Chris Helblin. He's like, Yo, what the what are you doing? Get down here. I my bag's packed. I don't even look for KB. I just grab my bag, run down to the bus, walk on. It's just like the walk of shame, obviously. I'm just like
1: <laughs> Do you make eye contact with Verlin?
0: Uh it's like one of those things because he's sat in the front on the right, so I could see him through like the the windshield, you know, like sit there. But it was like head up, trying not to look at anyone like my teammates because they're probably dying laughing. So I'm not trying to like get eye contact with them. Yeah. And so oh, we get on the bus, like go to the airport. Like the assistant coaches are just on us. Like, what what did you guys do? Da, da, da. Like, why are you guys late? Like all this. Like, and we're not really giving up much. KB was later than me. Huh? Nothing. Me to throw you KB, but um, so we get back and Berlin doesn't say anything like, didn't say anything to me or KB the whole trip. We're flying home that whole, whole day. We get back and still nothing, which was surprising. I thought maybe when we get home, he's gonna do something to us, whatever.
1: Get a text so, from it, an assistant coach or something like something. something. I mean, to do.
0: the coaches were all over us. For sure, they were trying to figure out what was what happened. <laughs> we were a little loud and upset. Um, so we get back the next day of practice. And you know, like how practices coaches have practice sheets. If people don't know, mm-hmm. like they write down everything. So most of the time, you're always like looking at the end, like, oh, what do we got for conditioning type thing? You know, are you
1: glad to see the practice sheet?
0: No, we didn't. Our coaches try to keep oh. it a massive secret. But, you know, you like oh. looking over their shoulder like, OK, hey, we got yeah, yeah. like, we got 17 at the end. And all I just see, and I wasn't even thinking about it because it didn't say anything, but I just saw my name and KB's name circled, and I was just like, what is this? (laughs) Oh, no. And So we get down to the baseline. He's like, all right, everybody on the baseline, blah, blah, blah. You know, we always end practice with, like, some type of free throw running. He's like, who was uh, 15 minutes late for the bus step forward? And I was like, "Uh, I wanted to be like, I was 10, I was I really 10. To better. I was oh man. So we step up, they put 15 minutes on there. We had to do 15 minutes of down and backs.
1: Fifteen
0: straight minutes. No, so actually, I honestly maybe would have preferred 15 straight minutes. We had to do timed, but it was 15 oh minutes total. So we'd so, run like we ran like four in like 40 or whatever it is. Ew. Four and 40 five in this three of this like two of this all the way to like 15 minutes oh my gosh just you and kb just me and kb everybody else is the doing team. Their... Woo! <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they're all exhausting happy too oh, having to like you have oh, to be loud for your teammates <laughs> oh we were dead we were dead but oh my gosh. we deserved it we were late it was it was us being stupid i mean Did it's you... a funny story to look back now but Sucked it's awful at the awful time. time
1: yeah yes that's the kind of pain you black out like the high running oh, days yeah. you literally black it out i don't ever want to think about that ever again like lock the balls up oh it's because you get in trouble
0: and i was someone that i think in my whole entire college career i was never late that was also something i was always taught like don't be late because you're wasting other yeah. people's time so that was like a big deal to me like i was in a true panic like oh no like i hate being late like Never missed a meeting, nothing like that ever, and that was like the first time, which I think helped me in the long run. I think he didn't punish us as hard because that was because you're not the we, guy that we never were late. Like either you, me, me and KB. Obviously, we lived together. Like we never were late for things, so that was our one time. And it was he made us pay, though.
1: He made you pay. Oh man, the running stories are absolutely terrifying. Um, well, okay, so for next week. I'll try to think of some sort of story that doesn't give other athletes like PTSD of running, but um, we're going to have some guests on hopefully yes. next week. Um, and maybe a former vandal, maybe someone, maybe someone involved with the NFL hoping Um just going to put that out there to give myself some responsibility. Right, yeah. Make put that happen. on
0: there. Make it happen. Melissa, you're the big Make time. Over here.
1: We'll have NFL draft recap. A little bit of it, and then yes. any yeah, other things that we see is funny. Also, Kim, shout out to Kim Mulkey, but not shout out to Kim Mulkey because she just went from Baylor to LSU, and then in her introductory presser, just chucked her mask because that's so her. She's been like the mask warrior, like struggling with her mask. Oh, she's just so interesting. Anyway, she left Baylor, and went to LSU. So, quick headline in and that's, out of the way.
0: That is crazy. L- Leaving our conference and her chucking her mask is.
1: Going to Big Twelve, but if you're going to do it, like SEC is probably the most accepting of that.
0: Right now, chuck your mask, just chuck it. (laughs) (laughs) She should have shot it like a slingshot.
1: She should have. Let's see the form. I know she played at La Tech back in the day.
0: La Tech, wow! Shout out La Tech. Had some great games there. Fun place. Shout out to the real whack. No fans. No fans. Zero fans. Really (laughs) big 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 arena. Carl Malone Carl Malone court. No fans. Yeah.
1: Wow, welcome place. to my world. Welcome yes. to my world. No fans. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> but next we'll also talk about post uh, graduating stuff. Some fun, like actual advice. And you said diet is blaring for you and we need to dive into that. So
0: I actually had people hit me up about that. I had people Did that you- said, listened to the episode and they were like, I was waiting for the post uh, basketball stuff. I was like, Oh wow. Hmm. Okay. Well,
1: throw it, throw a tip out there. Do you have one
0: right now? Whoa, uh, like oh, post hot. basketball, post basketball or post college basketball. Just like post, post when, I, when I'm done basketball. Like,
1: yeah. Cause that actually is like, you're truly hanging up the shoes.
0: I'd say this. I, I think I stopped playing basketball for a while and I think that did not help me if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So cause it's like something where I thought, Hey, maybe if I just don't shoot baskets, I'll like get it out of my mind. Yeah. Like, uh oh, put this in the closet and hang it up. Like, I'm really hanging it up. Like, I'm done playing. Like, I'm tired of it. I played forever, but it's better when you're able to, like, because it's just like been a release my whole life. And I feel like that's for a lot of people, mm-hmm. it's like a release. So I, I would suggest, like, don't try to just, like, cold turkey it. Like, you're quitting smoking. Just, you got to, you got to still get out there and, uh, let yourself, uh, be free again on the court. Cause that's, that's where, that's where it's like all started for a lot of us. Yeah.
1: Like find a shooting buddy, find a team or a yeah, if you definitely. can, but like that having that loss of joy, honestly, for a while for me, I was like, i pound food to kind of like fill that gap a little bit. And I didn't really realize that. I was like, you miss so much of your identity. Yeah. But yeah, we'll have, we'll have some other more that. maybe fun tips in there. Add popcorn into your diet. That's always the best way to go.
0: Well, let's that. wrap this one up, huh? Yeah. You want me to take it home? Take it home. <laughs> Live from War Memorial Gym, it's Alyssa Charleston and Steven Madison.